So hi, happy Easter, bitches. Um, this episode is definitely gonna go up after Easter, but I'm recording on Easter, so happy Easter, bitches, and happy posting day, which I guess is whatever day this comes up. I'm HL, and this podcast is called Just Like Jesus. I am doing today's episode as an introductory episode, so it's going to be shorter than my usual ones, but now I have a sort of platform that I want to go off of, so for a while I've been wanting to do this podcast, but didn't actually really know where to go with it, Um, and I feel like I actually have a good amount of oomph behind what I want to do, why I want to do it, that sort of thing. So this podcast is called Just Like Jesus because I'm basically nothing like Jesus and this is my journey as a Christ follower to become more like Jesus. In that is a lot of difficulty and a lot of stories that are my own, that are others. Um, And I, I feel like this is a place for me to tell my stories and then I want to be able to reach out to others and do stories from everywhere, stories from every background, stories from different people. And I mean like testimony, I mean, you know, leaving the church or having difficulty with the church, I mean intersectionality of faith, which is my biggest thing. So that's kind of why I wanted to start this whole thing uh, is because of the intersectionality of faith. If you look up intersectionality on the wonderful source of dictionary.com, it tells us that intersectionality is the theory that the overlap of various social- shit. I can read, I promise. The theory that the overlap of various social identities as race, gender, sexuality, and class contributes to a specific type of systematic oppression and discrimination experienced by an individual. What I really understand that as is not the specific type of systematic oppression, but the theory of an overlap of various social identities, right? So although having an overlap of these different identities does give way to more systematic oppression, it's more about how we pull together our identities, right? So there's an intersectionality of self. We have intersectional identities. So for example, I am a member of the LGBT community. I'm the big fat B in the middle there. Um, And I am also a Christ follower. So that is an intersection of my life. So I am both gay and a Christ follower at the same time. So, I know that a lot of the time the idea is that being gay and being Christian are mutually exclusive, and I think that's the really big message that I want to get out with this podcast and basically with my story in general is that, you know, Christ doesn't give a fuck who you fuck. Um, you know, God God made you as you are, and, you know, a lot of people on the right like to say, well, God doesn't make any mistakes, and to those people I say, you are correct, because <laughs> I'm not a mistake in, 
you know, the way I am, the way I love, any of that. So I think that's a little silly that they say that, but um, this intersectionality of life gives way to a lot of things. So for example, an African-American is an intersectionality. So you are both black and American, and that comes with a set of stereotypes, that comes with a set of rules, that comes with a set of cultural norms, of societal norms. Um, and so I, I want to address all sorts of different intersectionalities of life, um, not only for religious people or, uh, you know, people who follow Christ, but just people in general and understanding and loving people just as they are. So I have two big things that I want to cover today. One of them is my own systematic beliefs. Um, and I am going to admit that they're part of the system, right? Because that's sometimes how you learn things. Um, and then the other part of that I want to talk about is what happened to me today. Um, or what I decided to do today. I shouldn't be, you know, things don't always just happen to you. Sometimes you have to take responsibility for what's going on. So that's what I'm going to do today is take responsibility for what's going on in my life right now. So first and foremost, I want to tell you guys um, my beliefs. So I run on basically the words of Jesus. So if you open a Bible um, in the New Testament, you get all of the red letters, right? Those are all the words of Jesus, and I feel like that is the driving force in my life. So, um, that being said, Jesus gave us two big commandments found in Matthew 22, uh, verse 34 is where I started. So, one of the Pharisees asks Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus says, so these are the, the red words here, um, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your, all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on to these two commandments. So I basically try to live my life from those two very basic commandments, right? So love God, love each other, which seems really simple to me. And in that, Jesus doesn't really say anything about, you know, give a shit about who is sleeping with who, or give a shit about who's drinking, or give a shit about who's saying the word shit on a religious podcast. Got nothing to do with what other people are doing, um, what other people are, what other people come from, but essentially just to love people exactly as they are. Those are, are my beliefs, right? I am a big believer in knowing right from wrong, and I'm more than happy to tell you my opinion on things, but I'm never going to... I don't want to say judge, because that's an automatic thing, right? Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. So, judging someone is an automatic human response, right? So if you claim that you don't see color, those sort of things, and I don't mean like you're literally colorblind, I mean that like <laughs> you don't worry about race. Um, and so that's something that I try to do is not worry about race, right? But 
because of the way that our brains are made, we're made to compartmentalize. So if a black man walks in the door, I'm going to recognize, oh, that is a black man. Just as if a white man walks through the door, I'm going to go, oh, that is a white man because our, our brains categorize. So there's no way to not see color unless, yeah, literally, like I said, you're, you're colorblind. <laughs> but even then, I'm pretty sure you could tell the difference. But what I, what I mean to say is that I'm not going to tell you that your truth is incorrect. I'm not going to tell you that your truth is wrong. I'm going to tell you that my truth is built differently, is constructed differently, is seen differently. I'm so sorry. I bonked the computer. I'm sure you could hear that. <laughs> Lord, save me. Um, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is that it's not my place to tell you that you're right or wrong. It's not my place to tell you that your truth is invalid because I absolutely believe that it's valid. I believe that you are valid. I believe your opinions are valid. Um, and uh, an issue that I see a lot, and I, I kind of touched on this on a blog post that I wrote on my business's website, um, shameless plug, I am a birth doula. I have a site called tendercareservice.com. If you go to tendercareservice.com slash blog, you can, you know, read me ramble things instead of listen to me ramble things. Anyway, on the blog, I was talking about how we tend to say these things about, you know, it's, it's not my place to judge and then judge people, um, especially when they have differing opinions than ours. And I find that to to rub me the wrong way. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I have these beliefs and this system and what have you and that anyone outside of that system is incorrect, right? So that's it's not my place. And I, I want everyone to be able to live their truth and live honest and happy lives. And if your honest and happy life isn't something that fits into my idea of my honest and happy life, that's fine. And I think that's something that not a lot of people understand, that people can do whatever the fuck they want really. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in that. So it's it's not my business. Oh, do you hear the choo-choo? There's a choo-choo. Happy Sunday choo-choo. So it's it's like the, the idea of quote-unquote accepting gays, right? Like, I don't care who you're sleeping with. It's, first of all, none of my business. And secondly, you know, if you're happy and you're comfortable, by all means, go for it. That doesn't mean to say that if you're heterosexual, you're wrong. If you're asexual, you're wrong. Or if you're, you know, saving yourself for marriage, you're wrong. It's just to say that I, I really just don't care. Please, onward and upward with your bad self. If you got it, flaunt it. If you don't want to, then don't, you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's it's a backwards thing that a lot of people do that they're like, oh, well, being X is fine. And then somebody comes around and they're why, and you're like, oh, whoa, but that's that's a big no-no. I think even though you have differing opinions from someone or differing lifestyles from someone, you can still be with, be around, appreciate, learn a lot from that person, especially if they're open-minded enough to have conversations with you. And this is kind of what I want this podcast to be about, is having conversations with people, um, understanding people better just as they are you know, whether they're just like Jesus or not. You know, I could have somebody on here that's the holiest of all holies. I could, you know, fucking 
I could fucking have the Pope on here and the, first of all, the Pope is the bomb diggity, okay? Um, but secondly, <laughs> and more importantly, um, I'm not going to tell the Pope that he's wrong for believing the things that he believes in, first of all, because he's the fucking Pope and I love him, but also because he's a person too and he gets to have his opinions and his rights and his ways and I never want to tell anyone that they're wrong or what have you or invalid, so basically I'm just here to validate and love other people and as part of that journey I'm, I'm doing that for myself, so that was a long rambling way to get to my my second point of discussion today which was that um i see the irony here so don't don't knock me on this but i left my church today so today is easter sunday and usually this is a day where people go to church for the first time in the year and this is actually the last time that i'll be attending the church that i have been a part of for nearly a year actually so um to be honest, I'm a little fucked up about it. You know what else is fucked up is that Claude Giroux just scored a goal on the Bruins, and that's, you know, not a good time for me. It's fine. We already clinched. It's fine. Dobby's in goal. So is Peter Mazurek. It's fine. Everything's great. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so distracted. Second point, right, that I left, I left the church today. So, essentially, and I'm not here to dog on anybody. I'm not here to talk shit about what happened or what have you but in the last year i came out of the closet now listen i'm not like a flaming homosexual or what have you but um like i said i'm the the big old b right there so i am a tiny bisexual human i've probably dated girls long before well dated and been with girls long before i considered being with boys as the norm i do have a badass boyfriend who is probably the greatest thing in the universe um, I mean, other than, you know, Jesus or whatever, but being with him, probably thinking about, like, getting married or whatever and having kids and building a family, but that doesn't, like, stop me from being gay, you know? I'm still very interested in women. I just happen to have found a person that I want to spend the rest of my life with, and that person happens to have a penis. Sorry, babe, for talking about your penis on the podcast. Anyway, I came out in the last year about my sexuality. Um, I told my parents and I told my family and I told my social media and I told my church. Side note, I'd like to point out that my parents are absolute rock stars because my dad, literally, I was like, so dad, I like boys and I like girls. And my dad literally went, cool. And that was literally his first word. That was his reaction. My mom was like, and? So I am definitely an anomaly in, in that regard that I, I came out and a lot of people were really receptive and really respectful and, you know, were just appreciative of the fact that I was honest and that I opened that part of myself to people. That being said, I did open that part of myself to the church and I thought that the church was very receptive. I thought that the church wasn't just tolerating me being part of the community but was accepting me as part of the community, right? So. I've been serving in my church for quite some time now, and uh, what what I've been told is that my former pastor, my former pastor to whom I came out to, that's a weird set of words to go together, but you know what I mean. Basically, when I came out to him, he decided that because of the quote-unquote lifestyle that I live, I would not be able to move up any further in the church. So, 
one of my biggest passions is to bring Jesus to other people. And so obviously one way to do that is to minister to people, to to speak the word of God, to, um, you know, tell stories and be part of the community at large and not just by serving in the church, but, um, you know, speaking in the church and being an active member in the church in, in many ways. And apparently what they had decided was that I had gone as far as I could in the church. So my service was a very low level, I, I, show up and I say hi to people kind of thing. So I wasn't like a real intricate part of the church, but I, that's what I was aiming for. I wanted to be an intricate part of the church. I wanted to start speaking on Sundays. I wanted to, you know, really, I keep knocking my computer. I'm sorry. I can talk with my hands. Um, I wanted to, to really engage in um, you know, being a, a member of a growing church. And even though I was honest and straightforward with the church, the church was not entirely honest and straightforward with me. I threw myself out there and I said, hey, this is who I am. And the church said, great, thanks. What they said behind my back was that I wasn't going to be able to move forward. Ultimately, the respect that I had given my church by being genuine and being myself and being honest was not returned to me. So essentially, I served in this church for months not knowing that I wasn't going toward my goal, right? So the the whole point for me in serving at a low level was to continue to serve in order to reach the next level, to reach higher levels not knowing that that was never going to happen. So ultimately that's where where my decision lied. Lied, laid, lay was made. I made my decision. <laughs> I made my decision in understanding that I was in a space where I was not going to be respected. So my decision has nothing to do with my sexuality. My decision has nothing to do with the fact that I feel that I'm being pushed out by the church or anything like that. It's the fact that I do not feel respected and that although I am going to be genuine and honest and good, that that isn't always going to be reciprocated. And I have worked a lot on myself in especially the last couple of years in, in realizing my own worth. And so because of that, I know that I am worthy of having a space that isn't just going to tolerate me being there, but is going to accept me being there and help me to move forward. Basically, this church, the only way that I was going to be able to move forward was to, um, I don't know, magically not be gay anymore. You know, the blood of Christ has done a lot in my life, but I don't think the blood of Christ is going to make me not want lady booty anymore. Um, you know, sorry, church. So, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. So, that was basically what happened today, is that I decided that if I'm not going to be in a space that respects me and is genuine and is honest, that I want to start to create a space that is accepting and genuine and respectful and honest. I added more words in there than I had in there in the beginning, which is fine. That's, that's what happened today. That's my little mission. Those are my beliefs here. So this is my quote-unquote mini-sode, as they say, in my favorite murder. 
please, for the love of God, listen to my favorite murder. This is another part of that, like, intersectionality thing. So, like, the girls at my favorite murder are, first of all, my fucking heroes. <laughs> Secondly, you know, they're they're religion bashers, and they should be, because a lot of shit has happened to them. Um, I absolutely want to be a religion basher because religion sucks ass, but I also love God and I love Jesus, but I can listen to them be Jesus bashers and still love them to the depths of my soul. So that's what I mean, is that just like loving people exactly where they are and what they're going through. So that's, that's what I want to bring to this podcast. That's what I want to bring to this um, you know, space is the understanding that no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you are, blah, 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 what relationship you have with God, what relationship you have with Jesus, how like Jesus you are, if you're just like Jesus, if you're nothing like Jesus, that you have a space to be and that you matter. And if that's just to me, then that's fine. Um, because then that's, you know, two people, that's me and uh, Jesus, because I'm, I'm just like Jesus. So, um, essentially this is my really rough rambling throw some shit together introductory to, um, my podcast Just Like Jesus and I'm not sure how I'm gonna put together music and an introduction and blah 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 or whatever but, you know, I feel like I need to truck it up, um, and start it off and get this shit out here. Um, not only for my own health, but for other people too. Ultimately, what I want to do is is help others and then bring others to the groupie here. So if you have a story that you want to share, I have cool stuff on my pooter that allows me to record fun stuff, like Skype conversations and the sort. So, you know, we don't have to hang out in order for you to be part of this podcast. And I really, really, really would love you to be part of this podcast. So I set up a Gmail. It's just like Jesus23 at gmail.com. Um, the 23rd is my birthday. So, well, not of this month, next month, but, um, holy shit, my birthday's next month. That's gonna be awesome. Um, but, all things aside, if you feel like you want to talk about something, if you feel like you want to know my opinions on something, if you feel like you actually want to be part of the podcast, please, by all means, just like Jesus 23 at gmail.com is the place to be. So, um, thank you for listening. I have no idea how to start a podcast, nonetheless end a podcast, so I'm just gonna fucking wing it here. Um, yeah. Um, I love you. Thanks for being part of my journey to be just like Jesus. This is HL signing off, y'all. You lot. Sometimes I pretend to be British and I say you lot. All right. Uh, goodbye.